Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session brought to you by the Live Trade Room. I uh, hope you're all keeping well after a, a good weekend. Um, the whole point behind this particular session every morning is for you to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So it's, it's again, that ability to be, to plan and to be as prepared as you possibly can so that our attention can shift to, to execution. So if you do a lot of your, your analysis and your planning, uh, and you have something coherent that you can work with, and you look to apply that in a very consistent manner on a daily basis, it is, uh, I suppose, the ingredients and, and uh, the, the, the toolbox, really, for being consistently profitable in this environment. Um, good morning to those of you joining us live. Um, hope you're all keeping well. And if you're joining us via one of our podcasts, good to have you on board. So let's start with our risk warning. Just be mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets. Um, just as a quick introduction, what do all profitable traders need to consider each and every time they get to their, to their desks? They, have, of course, need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Trade selection is a really important part of, of course, um, making sure that you're focusing on the right trades at the right time or wherever the, uh, the volatility happens to be. Um, where do you then look to enter those markets uh, consistently? Where do you look to exit? How do you manage risk prior to entry? Hopefully, you calculate and you predetermine your risk depending on the market conditions. Um, how do you manage each trade? Um, trade selection, again, a very important element, and trading psychology, not to be forgotten. Um, so these are the things that we discuss every day in our live trade rooms, uh, and we, we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, disciplined with our own capital, and being patient as well. So let's get straight into it, then we'll start with a review of potential market moving news. So, a big week last week for markets, although price action, I suppose, in the latter part of the week was um, was a little bit choppy, to say the least, a bit up and down. Um, and if I just take you back, we, we'll see, we, we've gone from a situation where we've been in a kind of a race to the bottom more often than not over the last 12 to 14 years uh, in terms of interest rates, looking to lower them, be more accommodative. And now we're shifting into a... Um, a rate hiking cycle. So again, it will present fantastic opportunities um, within these markets. US PPI, um, I suppose broadly in line with expectations really. So uh, producer input costs are kind of elevated, but um, at least they're seeming to be stabilized as opposed to the CPI, which uh, we saw another uptick there um, the week before last. Retail sales, um, we're getting a lot of sort of mildly negative news coming through, coming out of the US. Uh, retail sales is a good example. Um, you know, we're expecting a mildly positive number. We saw uh, a significantly negative number. And that's not just that indication or indicator. There's, there's many, many others. Um, but we saw the, the, the FOMC, you know, we saw a 75 basis point rate hike, you know, pretty much what the markets were largely pricing in. Um, however, we of ourselves thought that the Fed will probably stick with that 50 basis point rate hike, but as you can see, um, we saw 75. So the market reaction was a little bit choppy, really, as a result. It was like as if the, the markets couldn't really interpret the information. Um, you know, did it view it as a, as a structurally um, positive development or a structurally negative development because it does lend itself to um, uh, demand destruction and heading towards a recession now. So it's um, it's a 
it's a difficult time again for these markets. The SMB, we saw a 50 basis point rate hike from 0.75 to 0.25. Um, and we actually saw a 25 basis point from the BOE. And interestingly enough, we didn't see any, any rate hike at all from the BIJ, um, actually in line with expectations. So we weren't expecting a rate hike from the BIJ. And it just shows you the disparity between the BOJ, something like the BOJ and the Fed. One's at 75 rate, um, 0.75 interest rate hike uh, versus the, the BOJ, which is still in negative territory. Um, and then we had Jerome Powell, you know, closing out the week. But um, if we go back to today's news of news, and today is the 20th, of course. So it's a bank holiday in the US this afternoon. So we need to build that into our thinking. We're, gonna, we're not going to have the, 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 the volume in these markets later on this afternoon. And if we switch over to the charts now, you'll see that there's a bit of indecision built into these charts already. We'll start, of course, with risk. So the problem is these markets are now digesting, I suppose, elements of um, of a recession now in these markets, which of course is, 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 not, is not a good development. So they're caught between a rock and a hard place now. Um, we mentioned, you know, easily 10, 8, 9, 10 months ago that the slower the Fed will move, the more volatile the moves will be to the downside and the more erratic these markets will become. And that's unfortunately what we've seen. So they've been so late in moving to any material extent that, you know, we've continued to see further downside, um, you know, certainly since January's high. So really significant rollover to the downside. It's worth looking at things like the monthly because you can see that there's there's probably some support around 3,600, but we could still very easily squeeze down to that level. Um, but very, very bearish few months um, for the, uh, the S&P 500. And now we're down at these lows. This is, uh, this is Thursday's low. So we had a little bit of a bounce off the back of the FOMC. A bit of positivity that subsequently rolled over on Thursday, um, further downside, and then the sideways patterns started to, to come in. So you can clearly see here um, that, that sort of sideways moving volatility. And we had a little bit more of it in this little zone here. So um, we were able to do really quite well on, on the trending part of this, the, the, the big move to the downside. We're able to capitalize on, on, on that kind of move very, very nicely. Uh, and then not so much in, in, in these little zones here. So um, really, I suppose we can see the, the indecision in the markets. So we don't need to kind of work too hard, uh, perhaps today. Um, we'll let the, the price action determine what, what we're likely to do. Um, we can certainly mark these lows and know that this market is just currently hovering above those lows. So we need some, we need some stimulus, something to, I suppose, decide for these markets where we likely to get some, some either upward momentum or some downward momentum. And at the moment, it, there's a sort of a lack of clarity across the board. Further downside uh, on Friday, sort of continuing that sort of European momentum. Um, not so much against the DAX, more so against the FTSE. 
So while we're talking about the FTSE, you can see that we're, we're just hovering at these lows. Um, and if you can compare and contrast that with um, the, the pound, uh, the correlation is often pound up, FTSE down. Um, so it puts a bit more pressure on the FTSE when, when the the, dollar, the when the British pound strengthens slightly. And we've just had a little bit of a, a, a pullback, really. That's that's all we've seen in the pound dollar. So we just need more information uh, across these uh, industry markets before we have something coherent to work with. The Nikkei, we made new lows, um, and then we've bounced off those new lows. So we're still in this sideways pattern technically, and it depends what happens over the course of today. A break below the 25,600 would signify you know, um, further momentum to the downside. And last but not least, Bitcoin had a little bit of a bounce yesterday. So we were saying if this market can stay above 20,000, there might be the potential for uh, a floor to be created. And as you can see, I think on Saturday we had, you know, we were down to 1,700, um, sorry, 17,000. And then we had a little bit of a strong bounce yesterday um and further downside today so really really tough time for those trading bitcoin it's just a nightmare market and um, there's no other word for it unfortunately uh, quick look at commodities gold um, there's a potential bid for gold it's very very weak in its nature a bit of a retracement really on friday's moves which were mildly negative and then oil oil could present a decent opportunity if it was back above 109 so we'll have a look at the 109 level for gold. Oh, sorry, for oil. US oil. If you remember from last week, we were looking at a buying opportunity above 115. Now we've pulled back really quite significantly. We can just look to buy it at a much lower, lower price, 109. It's obviously you're looking to buy low and sell high. So if we can buy it much lower than where we were anticipating, then it might still prove to be a good trade. However, we do need that rollover trade to the upside starting to kick in. So we'll have a look at oil. Um, so there's not really much happening across the risk space. So we're, we're in a bit of a sideways pattern. So, you know, it's important to just get a bit of a feel for this US dollar. And there's a little bit of weakness across the board. So a bit of weakness against the, the euro. Um, very mild weakness against the pound, although the pound is really quite weak in its own, its own right. A bit of yen strength. So we retraced the moves to the downside towards the end of last week, and now we've reversed back up to the 135.58. And like we said, we've got this, this very accommodative BOJ versus a, um, a aggressively hawkish um, Fed. So, as a result, there's probably only further upside really in, in the, the dollar yen. However, a little bit of negativity now at this point. Um, slightly confusing, we're seeing a bit of positivity against the euro yen. And these are these market conditions where we want to, we want to see a little bit more in these markets before we're willing to put our, our, you know, our, our hard-earned capital on the table. There's, there's too many aspects to this market which are just sort of sideways moving. Um, so clearly a little bit of dollar 
weakness uh, again today. So we can maybe look for perhaps something like selling the dollar CAD maybe um, below just the 130 level. Dollar CAD to the downside below 130. That would be, you know, um, a, a double top. That would be potentially would have moved back to 129. So maybe a nice trade in there. The Aussie dollar. Um, it looks like we're getting a bit of a, a bit of a bounce off these lows. Um, see the New Zealand. Yeah, same situation for the New Zealand dollar. See, this is the open last night. So a bit of positivity and further upside today. So we can look at certainly the Aussie dollar. Um, Aussie dollar to the upside above. Anything above the 169.50, we could look for potentially a buy trade there. And that's really kind of all we've got to work with. So with all this in mind, uh, let's put together our trade plan. Um, our trade plan towards the middle and, and end of last week was very much geared around uh, indecision and mixed market conditions. And we traded those conditions accordingly. So that's the important part. As the market conditions change, we as traders want to change with them. Um, So we'll, we'll amend this trade plan. We'll post it into the chat box and uh, we'll be good to go. So again, yeah, it's mixed market conditions, unfortunately. Um, we've got a little bit of that. I suppose we've, the yen's been moving up and down quite nicely. And like I said before, we were previously looking at US oil uh, above that. So we're now looking at um, dollar weakness. So we put the dollar CAD trade in here, in here uh, looking to sell below 130.00. What we'll do is we'll put the Aussie dollar in here. Aussie dollar looking to buy of the 69.50 level, meaning we're currently above that level as it is, but we'd be looking for some, some sort of pullback, some sort of corrective move. And now we're looking for a US oil trade actually above 109. 109 on the nose. So anything above that would actually present a little bit of value now at this stage, just still some supply side constraints and um, just a tough condition really for oil. So we can certainly expect some further volatility there. All right, and guys, so listen, on that note, uh, my pleasure. Good to have you with us. We're switching across now to the, to our live trade room. So if you want to join us over there, you're very welcome to do so. Uh, please see our risk warning, uh, sorry, our, our today's trade plan uh, in your chat box. So we're looking at the dollar CAD to sell below 130. We're looking for the Aussie dollar to buy above the 169.50. Certainly if we get above that um, 0 0.70 level. Uh, or the 70 cents level uh, and the US oil looking to buy now above the 109. 
so that's our trade plan um on that note if there's any questions feel free to post them and we'll, we'll get back to you before we close off the broadcast but um uh if not we'll switch across to our live trade room now um, we do trade these markets live every day fully live and interactive uh from 8 a.m and again uh trading the u.s trading session at uh, from from 12 30 onwards if you want to join us do feel free to do so just go to the live for more information any questions you can uh, you can interact with us via the website so on that note guys thanks very much for joining us take care and we'll speak to you soon bye for now